the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my special co-host, nom fan of Pacific Private Money. Mark Honf is still off. He's still vacationing, that rascal. Three weeks. Three weeks. It's winding down, though. Next week is it, uh, the end of his trip. It is. So he'll uh, he'll be joining us uh, probably in a week or so. Okay. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And those uh, certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. By the way... And if you don't want to do a tanning and you do happen to live in Marin, we have another certificate we can give you, which would be for the gym guys, where it's a gym that actually comes to you via a a van with all the equipment. Pretty cool. Uh, Today's trivia theme is random trivia. Uh, Nam, why don't you introduce our guest? Yeah, I'd like to welcome Jason Holmes. He's a real estate broker here in Marin and owner of Holmes Burrell Real Estate. Uh, Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, guys. This is your first time on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been in real estate? Uh, Sure. I started real estate 17 years ago, and I was with you, in fact, at Zip Realty, uh, one of the first internet real estate companies before Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, or Realtor.com, and I've been at it here in Marin, breaking to the luxury market over the last 17 years. And you've done quite a few transactions in Marin. More than 500. Yeah, I'd say you're one of the top Marin agents. Probably I'd one of the top agents in the Bay Area. I'm top 1% in Marin, but I don't follow the rest of the Bay Area that closely. Well, being top 1% of Marin is is enough, so that's yeah, great. Yeah, really. That'll, that'll, it's lots of deals. <laughs> that'll keep you going. Um, I'm just going to get right into a couple of questions here. So uh, we, we get... Uh, questions periodically, and it depends on what guest we have on, if it'll be appropriate. So this one seems like it's appropriate for you. It says, I'm planning to list my home in August. What sort of things should I prepare uh, for in order to make the sale happen as quickly as possible? Well, of course, you should call me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, definitely deciding on the right real estate professionals is critical. Okay. Um, and then that real estate professional should have a team uh, behind them. And you don't want to just throw your house on the market, it's important for you to stage. Uh, In today's market, you need professional photography and you need landscaping. I mean, every house is different. So what you need depends on your house. Yeah. I got to say that the staging, even though it's expensive, it it seems to work well because you can sell your house a lot faster than if it just sits around. And that's a killer. Well, and you make more money. Uh, That's the most important thing. Our job is to get our clients the most amount of money. Uh, And I've had multiple occasions where the house is vacant. We did beautiful professional photographies. Sorry, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember we get it. Just tilt like this. <laughs> beautiful professional photography. Yeah. And 
then we put it on the market. It didn't sell. And that's why I said to my client, well, you even need, either need to reduce the price or you need to stage it. Yeah. Most of the time they opted to stage it. And then we at the same house, we took new photographs, put it back on the market at the same price and got multiple offers in the same market. I was absolutely blown away. I guess people can kind of more imagine like living in it when it's got furniture. Well, even if you're living there, it's important to have a stager come through and just take out your personal things, bring some woven tchotchkes and some colorful paint. And it's amazing how well that works. Yeah. I've sat in uh, on a number of open houses before where there was no staging and the sellers had just all of their stuff. And you hear the comments of buyers coming through and a lot of times they can't make that mental Exactly. connection between how they would uh, want to live in the house and place their furniture versus being sort of stuck and seeing what's already there. Even if so. uh, you have good taste, sometimes it's just not appropriate for the house. And so um, I realized that when we were moving from our other house years ago and the realtor had, had said, yeah, we're going to stage it and all that. And even though we had nice furniture, um, it turned out okay because we were going to move out anyway. And um, the kind of furniture that the stager put in, I looked at and I, th- I thought was kind of hideous. But the thing is, you know, it, I'm not going to live there. Right. You know, if, if, it, if, it, if you paint the walls pink with green polka dots and that's what's going to sell, that's what you do. Indeed. Right? And they know. They know what's current and what's hip and what buyers are looking for. So I just do what they say no matter what. <laughs> One thing I also noticed, uh, or I think you do too, is you have oftentimes you have pre-sale inspections. Is that correct? Yeah, but I'm 50-50 on that. Okay. Uh, Why is that? Well, I've had a couple situations where you get the pre-sale inspection and it shows a bunch of hidden damage that we didn't know about, say, under the house. The buyer then reads the inspection and the inspection reports are written very negatively. Yeah. That's that's the job of the inspector. Yeah, they don't say, what a beautiful house this is. No, and so before a buyer makes an offer, they read all that stuff. And most of the language in those reports is very negative because Mm. they're covering their back end, really. So it's worst case scenarios over and over again. And it freaks buyers out. And I feel like a termite inspection is not a terrible idea, but sometimes, depending on the house, of course, a home inspection can get you less money. Right, And the idea is if you have an inspection up front, you don't have to negotiate in the escrow. And the escrow won't fall apart because of the negotiations. But I disagree with that usually because if the buyer is at the inspection with their inspector, they see these issues that aren't that big a deal, even though they seem like a big deal when you're reading them. And then even if they want to ask for money... Say they, they find the roof is bad, yeah. so they ask you for twenty grand for a new roof. You usually negotiate to ten or eight grand. Yeah. So if you head well, you say, the, I'll, uh, let me let me go put the roof on, you know, t- and you know, put a, like a normal looking roof uh, for maybe eight or ten thousand. Right, right, but it, the inspection w- might scare a buyer away. Instead of offering you a million three, they might offer you a million two fifty because they think there's yeah. so many problems. So I'd rather be at a million three and have to give them ten grand for a roof. Got it. But I go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That it's probably sense. every situation is different. Indeed. Right. All right. So we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. And uh, again, we're talking uh, random trivia. Now, the um, – uh, okay. Here's our first trivia question. And if you know the answer, don't answer it until we get back. All right. Okay. I always tell, have to tell guests that. <laughs> all right. What was the name of the IBM supercomputer which defeated chess champion Gary Kasparov in a 1997 match? All right. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question if you're the first one. You have a choice of either the tanning certificate or the uh, certificate for the gym guys, but only use it if you're in Marin because that's all they uh, service right now. All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. 
For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fan of Pacific Private Money. Question was, uh, trivia question, first one was, what was the name of the IBM supercomputer which defeated chess champion Gary Kasparov in a 1997 match? Anyone? I don't know. Neither do I. Deep Blue. Deep Blue. That's Deep Blue. Uh, okay. Now, before we get to our guest, we do want to make a mention here for uh, the San Francisco Theological Seminary. So if you're thinking about a wedding venue, family reunion, or a place for you, just you and your friends, check out the San Francisco Theological Seminary in San Anselmo. They have a two-story, completely remodeled Victorian, which features six spacious rooms and three full baths. You can have fi- uh, 14 guests. Uh, it who could sleep over or fifty people just at a reception, a uh, memorable event you won't soon forget. Call four one five four five one twenty eight thirty six or go to www.seminaryevents.com. All right, uh, Nam, you want to reintroduce our guest? Yeah, with us today is uh, Jason Holmes from Holmes Burrell Real Estate. He's uh, one of the top one percent uh, of real estate agents in Marin County. All right. And off the air, we were mentioning or we were talking about something and I wanted to bring this question up. You said sometimes cash isn't king. I mean, you always hear that term. Cash is king. But you said, well, not necessarily. Why is that? Well, I mean, if you're a seller and you've got two offers and one's cash and the cash is a million dollars and then somebody has 25, 30 percent down and they offer you a million one, it's a hundred thousand dollars. So most sellers want the hundred thousand dollars. Uh, every now and then they'll counter the cash offer to see if they'll come up. But if the person getting a loan will pay a little bit more, generally the seller will take that money over the over the cash. But I guess part of it, it also has to do with the fact is the odds of the person not qualifying or you know things going wrong with the loan. Well, most people who are making a loan are using a pre-approval letter, okay. and most good realtors have a relationship with the other realtor, and you use a pre-approval letter from a local lender that people know, and so. There isn't a huge risk. Of course, there's no appraisal contingency and there's no loan contingency if you are getting cash, if you have a cash offer, which is better because that's there's three things that can go wrong, right? There's something wrong with the house, it doesn't appraise, or they can't get a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, so to eliminate two of those is very important. However, if somebody's offering you 20000 or $30,000 more and all you have to do is gamble that your house will appraise when 99% of... You know, home purchase. This is an uh, unauthorized stat, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but not, you know, most of the homes appraise. Well, they do because it's theoretically <clears throat> willing buyer, willing seller. Indeed, right? and the price, the house is worth what the market will bear, exactly. and the buyer is the market. I wonder where appraisals don't come in, you know, accurately, so to speak. I have an opinion on that, yeah, but it's ahead. rather rude. I have a mm. lot of respect for the appraisal community. Um, however, I think if it's a purchase. And it doesn't appraise. It's generally an arrogant appraiser. It's almost irresponsible, I, I think, especially if there's multiple offers. Sometimes you have appraisers who aren't just aren't familiar with the area. Is that sometimes, part of it too? Sometimes, but less these days. You know, the the lender doesn't choose the appraiser anymore, and it goes through a service, at, mm-hmm. right, a third party. But the, and but that they, third party uses mostly local appraisers because I'm seeing the same yeah. people all the time. Okay. And the appraiser does get a copy of the contract, doesn't he? Of course. See, so you know, what would happen if he didn't? 
Would he still it would come be, up? It would be really hard. <laughs> I mean, because they're, they're going to try to cover themselves by you know being ultra ultra conservative. Well, sure. If you right. if you get a refinance, you'll notice that that number always comes in a lot lower than market because they're being conservative on the bank's money, right? Yeah. yeah interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, so before we forget, uh, Jason, how do people get a hold of you? Because I don't know how many people are familiar with your uh, firm, Holmes Burrell Real Estate. I'd say more and more. It's only five years old. Um, You know, my name's Jason Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S. I would have them Google me. There's hundreds of reviews online. Or, of course, I'm a slave to my cell phone. And that's (laughs) 415-686-0589. All right. Let me ask uh, this question here we also have, which is, I've I've made offers on two homes so far, and both times I lost. However, on the first property, the agent showed my offer to the seller right away, and the other time, the agent only took the, the agent only took on the same day. Took offers on the same day. Oh, took oh took offers that on the same day. Like gotcha. Uh, why the difference? Well, it depends on the seller and the listing agent. Uh, primarily, most agents around Marin um, set an offer date. So you know, you list it on a Monday, you do a broker's tour on Thursday, you do a Sunday open house, and then you look at offers on Monday or Tuesday. It's civilized. You give everyone a chance to see the house. You can feel like you've had enough exposure. Yeah. However, I don't always set that offer date. Sometimes I feel like, mm, I don't know, our price is a little high. Let's kind of see how it feels the first few days. And if nobody says they want to write an offer, I don't set an offer date. Because if you have an offer date and you don't get an offer, it's bad. People yeah. will lowball you the next day, right? So um, it depends. It's because there was an offer date set or there wasn't an offer date set by the seller and the listing agent. That's the simple answer. Okay. And I know in San Francisco, not as much in Marin, people were purposefully putting their houses like well below, hoping to get multiple offers. That's East Bay. Yeah. Now, it's now, now it's moving to the East Bay. Oh, okay. The East Bay has always done it. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. okay. I hear the East Bay is really, really hot right now. Oakland, Berkeley area. Indeed. Okay. How's Marin? Uh, under a million five, it's red hot for sellers. Uh, it's a very good seller's market. Over a million five, it's slower than it's been over the last few years, but still not dead. Uh, I think we were talking off off the air about this is the first time in my career where I've used the word balanced to describe a market. And I'd say the high-end market is, is balanced in that it's not necessarily a seller's market, but it's also not a buyer's market. Hmm. And you're still seeing all cash, some all cash offers. You know, the higher the price goes, the more all cash we find. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It is interesting. So I guess the, the, the rich get richer. Well, and nice. also, I mean, you're not going to do 20% down on a $4 million house because your mortgage payment's $20,000 a month. But then you still have to come with, with $4 million cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're in that category, you, you, you might have cash. You're smart enough not to pay $19,000 in interest every month. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, we're going to cut to another uh, commercial break. I know it goes pretty fast here. I do want to uh, tell everyone that uh, last week for Father's Day, my uh, uh, my, my uh, family, what we did was we went to the Broadway Under the Stars at the Jack London Square um, Ruins, they call it, in Glen Ellen. I don't know if you've ever been there, but we had a phenomenal time. These guys are so good. It's the Transcendence Theater, and they're going to be having more performances uh, going on, so you got to check them out at Transcendence Theater. Just go to bestnightever.org. That's actually the uh, the name of the website because it's easy to remember. And i got to tell you, some of the original, um, excuse me, some of the songs they did were better than the original artists. They did Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. They did it better than Freddie Mercury. And then really? they did yes, they did. And they did uh the you know, um Frozen, the main 
you know, uh, song from Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Exactly. And yeah, like yeah. And I tell you, they did it better than the than any. It's the best version. Better ever than heard. the original. Better than the original. Oh, well, right, I'll bring my three, kids because they, yeah. they had three women singing it. Okay, that's, they, fair. that's the reason. <laughs> okay, so uh, check them out. Best night ever. Org. It really was best night ever. Okay, so uh, next trivia question: um, In the human body, what mineral is necessary in the production of hemoglobin? All right, that's our. That it's more for the oxygen carrying mineral. He looks like he knows it. He knows, he knows it. the answer. All right, so call 888-912-1190 to answer that question, and you win either the tanning certificate or the certificate for the gym guys. Uh, but again, only take the gym guys if you live in Marin, because otherwise it's useless to you. Uh, in the human body, what mineral is necessary in the production of hemoglobin? Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fan. And uh, first of all, we want to thank Jason for being with us. Again, get, Jason, give out your information. Sure. I'm Jason Holmes with Holmes Burrell Real Estate. Uh, you can reach me at 415 415- Six eight six zero five eight nine, or I encourage you to, to Google me. Very good. All right, here we go. Um, here, first of all, let's say, answer the trivia question here. In the human body, what mineral is necessary in the production of hemoglobin? Iron. Iron. That is correct. Oh, bing, ding, 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 ding. I'll Very take good. the uh, mobile gym. The mobile gym. Yeah. All right. Nope. He's got a really bad poker face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks good there. <laughs> all right. So. Um, you are the – what do you do for Pacific Private Money? So I am the Director of Business Development and Marketing for Pacific Private Money. We're based out of Nevada. Okay. And uh, remind the audience, what does Pacific Private Money do? Pacific Private Money, we're private lenders to borrowers in California. So we're essentially – we're Plan B when Plan A, a conventional financing, is not available for borrowers. And there's a lot of reasons why uh, borrowers may need Plan B. Okay. Uh, a lot of our business comes from uh, our mortgage banker peers – uh, loan officers, banks, you name it, realtors. Okay. Uh, since we uh, like to talk about stories here, uh, give us you know what we call the deal of the week. Yeah, we've got a few. Um, you know, uh, you know, we're often talking about the deals of the week on the show, and a lot of times we're uh, talking about the same ones. Which um, this week there are a few very similar. It's just the most common type of loan, private loan that uh, we get from mortgage brokers, and that's uh, in this case we have a borrower who has their home on the market in Marin, looking to purchase in Fairfield. They um, Their home is currently on the market in Marin, but the close of escrow on that home is not going to happen the same time that they need to close on their Fairfield purchase. Okay. So um, it's a common loan, a bridge loan that Pacific Private Money does, where we can cross-collateralize. We can actually provide one loan on the two properties so that that borrower doesn't have to worry about the home that they live in selling on time gives them a lot of flexibility time-wise to get in the Fairfield home or acquire the property, make any repairs to it, and move in before selling their current property, or gives them time to get their home ready that they that's on the market to repair uh, and make it marketable. Like Jason said, they're staging the home and things like that. Um, and that's what's critical, because most banks won't make a loan or two loans to a borrower, because they say, you can't afford two, two mortgages. Gotcha. For us, it's about the story. We know that they're going to sell their first home, 
in order to finance the purchase of the second. And, then, and so you would uh, get your loan crossed on both properties usually? Exactly. And then we get paid off when they sell their home, uh, their first home, uh, or they pay down our loan. Okay. I mean, it doesn't based on that scenario, it doesn't seem like a uh, terribly risky loan. No, it's short term. Yeah. It's typically, um, you know, it's an 11-month bridge loan. Okay. Uh, oftentimes, we get refinanced out within four to six months. I mean, I think the shortest was three weeks, and there's no prepayment penalty. So... I it's, use it's hard money often. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios where you need it. Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. What do you What do you usually charge your borrowers? Uh, typically nine or ten percent. Okay. For the loan and uh, two to three points. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say that if you know you get paid too pay back too soon, um, it's really the points that are going to really kind of help your company. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And going uh, feeding right into this uh, question that we received, it says, I'm an agent who recently sold a property to a borrower who obtained their loan through Pacific Private Money. Where does Pacific Private Money get their funds? Yeah, it's a great question. That's the other side of our business. So the first side is we make loans to borrowers. Uh, second is we work with, we get those funds through high net worth or accredited investors throughout, uh, actually throughout the country, uh, who are looking for uh, high returns. Because we charge nine to ten percent, we can pay a return of seven and a half to eight percent to those investors, and uh, we've you know we have hundreds of them who provide us the funds that we make uh, loans to we utilize to make loans to those borrowers. And what kind of you know collateral uh, you know if someone is a high net worth uh, individual who wants to earn seven and a half plus percent, mm-hmm. what do they? Where's their security? What what do they get? So they're putting their money in the fund, which is an LLC. Their shareholders in it. So um, the the fund makes these loans. The asset is the properties that we're making loans to, loans on. Uh, the very conservative fund. It's fifty six percent loan to value ratio. So that is conservative. Yeah, very conservative. Okay. So so it's not just a. Um a, a blind situation. I mean, you guys are actually doing real loans where you have real security. Yeah. If, a, if yeah. an investor wants to, they can do a title search. We provide them, first of all, with the portfolio of all the loans currently anytime they want to see it. Okay. They can do a title search and see that we are on – the Pacific Private Money Fund is, in fact, on, on title. We like transparency, don't we, Jason? Indeed. Okay. Uh, what, what kind of loan default uh, history do you guys have? Uh, so we've been in business since 2008. We've funded well over 1,200 loans. We've had maybe uh, two dozen or so loans go default, but maybe we've foreclosed on maybe six or so. Is that, the, is that, yeah, I was going to say because of uh, when you when you file a notice of default, that doesn't necessarily mean that you get the house. Exactly, it's uh, a process where the borrower can catch up, okay. uh, and many times they do. Sometimes borrowers are late. That's fine. That happens. Just like in conventional lending, we try to work with the borrower to get them caught up, and typically they do. Or they sell the property, or they're able to refinance. In the situations where we actually have to take those further steps, uh, in the end, out of the 1,200 loans we've done, we've had six foreclosures, but zero losses. So that's important okay. for yeah. our uh, listeners and, our, our, and investors to understand. It's just because you're taking a property back does not mean that there's a loss. First of all, Again, going back to the loan to value, fifty-six percent, or you know these other specific cases, they may have been higher or lower. Sure. But there's a lot of equity built into it. So some investors actually like the fact that you're taking a property back and selling it because you actually can sell it for more than what the loan amount is. So there's profit but, to be made. But we don't. Want, we're not in the business of foreclosing. Yeah, we want to just exit. You know that borrower to exit into a uh, lower rate long-term loan, uh, and we provide that short-term 
solution. And the more conservative your fund, the less likely you'll have a default because nobody wants to default on it. You know, using your percentages as an example, they own a million dollar house and it's 56% loan to value. The odds are they're not going to walk away from that much equity. Correct. And a lot of the loans we make are short term. We were talking about bridge loans earlier. So there's a high turnover of loans in our portfolio, which we like. You don't get caught up in uh, interest rate risk or exactly. much of the economy risk. Because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they talk about the real estate crash. It didn't actually crash. It took a, a number of months or even years to actually decline. Exactly. Um, unlike when the stock market actually, you know, crashed like it did in 87. I mean, boom, 25% overnight. Right. And it would have to crash significantly uh, with respect to the, the loans in our fund. Because, again, you know, with a low under 60% LTV, you're talking about a 40% correction. Plus, you have, uh, since you have a number of assets in the fund, you know, it's not just, it's not just one. Right. So Currently, it's diversified we, over. Right. We have about 85 loans in the uh, fund okay. right now. This is almost so. like, a, like a mini mutual fund, so exactly. to speak. But instead of stocks, it's real estate mortgages. Yep. Uh, 7.5%. I like that. Okay. Uh, here's our, uh, another tri- trivia question. What this one's hard. I never heard of this one. What is the five-letter name for a young dog? I've never heard this term before. So this is a hard one for me. It was hard. Eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety, and you will. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you'll win the tanning certificate. Or as uh, Nam pointed out, he wants the gym guys one. All right, don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fan. Here was our third trivia question. What is the five-letter name for a young pup, a young, a young dog? <laughs> Puppy. No. Whelp. W H E L P. Have you ever heard of that? Well, I think that puppy actually satisfies that question. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a yeah, loophole here. There's two know, answers. We're going to have to have a, a formal discussion. I know. I've never heard of a whelp. Two gym, mobile gym visits. Yeah, that's, that's, right, yeah, that's right. That's what that. Well, you know what? If, if Whoever got called with the word puppy, that works for me too. But if you answered whelp, you get a personal phone call from me saying, congratulations, that was an excellent answer. <laughs> All right, so off the air, Jason, you were uh, talking a little hard money there with uh, Nam. Why don't you ask him? Uh, I was just telling him that I didn't think a lot of people understood how hard money works and why you would do it. I mean, you uh, think, like, yeah, I got you, one. Oh, it's got to be, you got to be a risky borrower. All right. I mean, if the bank's not willing to lend them, it's got to be risky. Yeah. Not necessarily the case. Yeah, there's some very savvy people out there who who really understand hard money and just use it to leverage acquiring assets. Yeah, I can give you two examples in my daily life. Yeah. Uh, I inherited a house. I had to buy my brother-in-law's out, right? Uh, so you got a loan on that. But I wanted to renovate the home, so you can't do a cash-out refi for six months because that's just mm-hmm. the way the rules oh, are. Gotcha. But I didn't want to wait six months to renovate it because I wanted to move my family in before the school year ended. So I got a hard money loan to do my renovation. It cost me money. It was twenty grand or so, but it was worth it for me because it got me into the house when I wanted to get into the house. It was a bridge loan on the renovation, if you will. Um, and then another, I've got a client who's really successfully flipping homes right now. Okay. This is an investment show, right? So she yeah. gets hard money loans for the entire price of the home plus the renovation costs. So she buys a house for 700000 but she pays, she gets a hard money loan for 900000 
does the renovation with the two hundred thousand. She's making cash offers, right? We were talking about is cash came. Yeah, but who's going to lend her nine hundred thousand on a seven hundred purchase price? Nom. <laughs> does she have assets? <laughs> to she use must, this she must have some other assets. Uh, There's no way he's going to make her because that's not. Well, a no, it's it's a product that some hard money le- lenders have. It's a no, no, but, I, but I mean, Pacific Private Money doesn't lend nine hundred thousand on a seven hundred thousand purchase unless there's extra houses that are put up as collateral. Yeah, sometimes we'll call. Uh, well, there there are situations where if it's a proven um, investor flipper, where there might be exceptions made, but generally we are going to look for collateral that we can cross. But yeah, yeah it's it's um, it's. Rare. Somebody like that might be have built up a really, really strong reputation. And, and yeah, but what happens if something that? goes wrong? Well, what she does is she gives them the all the numbers and all the comps, and here's I what mean, I'm going to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. She's getting these loans. She's done it multiple times here in Marin. I have a cool Eichler coming up uh, in a couple of months that she's doing right now. Oh, really? Oh, this is happening. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so she's but, astute. But, so she's into these deals for zero. That's correct. Hmm. Yeah. Can I borrow money from her? Actually, I don't. I, I don't know if she she had maybe. I want to get on her team. She had a, there was. A, I think there was an. She had a down payment for the first one. Yeah. But yeah. they loaned her more than the purchase price. Yeah. She probably okay. represents the top tier t- sort of fix and flip. Somebody who's built that ability to get that kind of uh, capital on reputation. Uh, for there are a lot of fix and flippers that are you know have a track record. But probably have to use some sort of collateral to get a loan. I would think so um, for for a purchase like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know too many people, too many companies that that lend a hundred percent and more than hundred percent of the purchase, uh, as well as all of the uh, rehab money. Because what, what's to stop well, her from kind of going? You know what? This isn't working out the way I thought it would. See ya. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's possible, definitely. But well, uh, and I may have misspoke when I said a hundred percent. What I meant is okay. that they offer more than the purchase price, but she still probably has 10 or 20% down depending on... Gotcha. I, don't remember, I, yeah. she had, I don't remember what the down payment was on the first because one. I know that the sec, second and third, she definitely had at least 20% down. It wasn't yeah. 25, I don't think, yeah. like a normal yeah. uh, mm-hmm. investment loan, Not but bad. they lend her past the purchase price for sure. Gotcha. I'd commend her for yeah. being able to do that. I mean, being Absolutely. able to build a, a robust business and being able to to execute on, on a plan like that. Um, so that is a good example of, of what private money can do. Yeah. Um, maybe not necessarily what we would do, but there are a, quite a few uh, people out there who really know how to leverage private money. So they're very astute, and a lot of those are the investors who are acquiring properties. The other half are those um, borrowers who are coming to us because of transactional distress, which we talk about oh, all yeah. the time. Um, it's not necessarily the borrower's fault. It's circumstances. Okay. Um, and that's where, um, to your point, Jason, there are so many different uses for private money. Uh, we do presentations all of the time, uh, all the time, to realtor organizations. And in fact, I did one earlier this week to a mortgage association. And people come up afterwards and said, "Wow, I didn't know that you could do that." And here's here are these people who have been in the business, mortgage, the lending business, forever. Now their world is a paper, so they don't necessarily mm-hmm. understand what Plan B or or non a paper can be mm-hmm. can can do. So you have to tell people what's you have to be story driven when you're. Well, you haven't you haven't had a chance to give out your information, and people won't, uh, let's say are looking for loans. Mm-hmm. So to reach us, you can call us four one five eight eight three two one five zero, or you can go to our our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Okay. We're in downtown Nevada, 
And um, we also have uh, information sessions for the investor side. And uh, just before the end of the show, I'd like to, uh, to talk about the next one we have coming up, okay. which is well, next Wednesday. Yeah, I was going to say that because uh, I wanted to ask you about the fund, a little mm-hmm. bit more about it with regard to, you know, if someone invests, how do they get their money out? Yeah. So for, tell us about this webinar that you're doing. Yeah, so we hold uh, quarterly webinars, and the next one is Wednesday, June 28th. It's from 5 to 6 p.m. If you'd like to register for it, you can just call in. 415-883-2150, and it's Wednesday um, from 5 to 6 p.m. We talk about what how the fund works, why we make loans to, or why we can make loans to borrowers, get the high return, and how that uh, return is something that our investors can take advantage of. Okay. So, uh, so again, regarding the fund, uh, if I invest 100000 what what is the minimum? Minimum is uh, two criteria. You have to be accredited. So we're a Reg D fund, so you have to have a million-dollar net worth exclusive of your primary residence, right. and then um, minimum investment is 50000 Okay. So if I invest 50000 well, how do I get out if I one day wake up and I say, hey, I, I want to get out of this thing? And so there's a minimum lock-up period of 12 months. That's by regulation okay. required. But otherwise, it's on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you want to redeem your investment – Contact us. And and how how do you provide that liquidity? Um, we either can sell notes out of the fund. Uh, a loan could pay off. We have other investors who invest. So there's typically you know some liquidity. Um, but the more time you give us, the better. To, on average, it takes about two to four weeks to redeem an investor if they want uh, to. Has there ever been a problem with redeeming? No. In fact, most of the time we're redeeming in, in about a week's time. We have very few – actually, we have very few investors redeeming. Well, if you're paying 75 to 8%, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, one of the stories that came out earlier this week, and I think it was BizNow, was uh, the baby boomers looking to looking at real estate as their retirement strategy. Yeah. we're gonna, When we uh, come back from our uh, break, I'd like to hear more about that. I'm sure the audience would, too, about – uh, what, say, say that again. What are, you, what are you talking about? In boomers looking to real estate to for their retirement, investing in real estate. Ah, okay. So I guess the cash flow that comes from the absolutely because you know, yep. they're not going to be necessarily flippers themselves. Probably no, they're, they're holders and positive cash flow. Keepers. Yeah, not the flipper yeah. side. It would be the fund investments. Okay, uh, Jason. I understand that you're going to have to leave us. So um, thank you very much again. One more time. Uh, how do people get a hold of you if they have some questions about real estate? Sure, Jason Holmes, H O L M E S, with Holmes Burrell Real Estate. My cell phone's four one five six eight six zero five eight nine. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Who, who's and who's Burrell? Aaron Burrell is my business partner. There you go. I figured. I figured if it's Holmes Burrell, there's got to be. Uh, Hey, you know what? I just realized the name Holmes, and you're selling houses. That's pretty good. <laughs> there's been a. Did you a, change your name just for that? There's been a strong urge to have cheesy slogans, uh, yeah. but I've I've restrained. Good for uh, you. Thank you. It's been <laughs> hard and good for us too. Yeah. And with that note, we're going to say bye to Jason and don't touch that dial because the best investing is going to be right back with uh, Nam explaining to us about how baby boomers, uh, when they retire, are looking to income and they're going to be using real estate. Don't touch that dial. The best to invest. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fan of Pacific Private Money. That was a good uh, uh, guest you had on there, uh, Jason. Yeah, Jason and I go back quite a few years and just a very, very solid, high integrity realtor 
and he knows, he knows his market. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he does know his stuff. So, uh, Nam, uh, before we cut to the break, uh, you were going to explain about the baby boomers using real estate. Yeah, I came across this article earlier this week. Uh, it was in BizNow, and the title of the article is "Baby or Boomers Look to Real Estate to Afford Retirement." Uh, and it starts out with saying, as many as 10,000 baby boomers retire daily, which is incredible. It's hard to think about 10,000 people retiring daily. Um, but it goes on later on to say that about 30% of baby boomers have no retirement savings, and one quarter have less than 50000 saved, according to research by GoBankingRates.com. So what they're doing is a lot of them are moving their investments from uh, the stock market or they may have a 401k or IRA that's paying very, very little. Okay. And they're looking uh, at real estate, real estate funds. Some of them may be doing, um, like we were talking about uh, during the break, fix and flips. But a lot of them are moving to funds. They don't want to think about it. They want their money working for them all the time. So, Well, there's also certain rules if it's in a retirement vehicle. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. So there, uh, the article also goes to mention that people are moving their IRAs from a custodian that won't allow direct investment in funds like ours and other funds Mm -hmm. into self-directed programs, which there are hundreds of self-directed custodians out there in order to invest directly in a real estate fund. All right. So um, they're looking for higher yields and um, they're looking at the fact that they're retiring and their, their current retirement strategy is just not working out. Um, And we see that. We see that all the time. A lot of these events that we have, the webinar that we mentioned in the earlier segment, are people who are on the cusp of retiring, and um, they're just not getting the returns that they want. And that's been the case for the last, in my experience with Pacific Private Money, in the last year and a half. We see that all the time. Yeah, I know one of the reasons why uh, you guys have been so successful is the fact that it's almost like coupon clipping. People don't have to think about it. You right. Know, tenants, toilets, uh, repairs, you know, all that stuff. Exactly. And, you know, we give them, as I mentioned earlier, they get um, access to the portfolio of properties that are in the fund. And the majority of the loans we make um, to and the properties that are in the fund are Bay Area. Yeah. One of the things I, I really like about what you do is is the fact that if I invest with, which I have, invested in the fund, you know, getting a 75 to 8% return today is really fair. I mean, it's more than fair. It's very good. And if something goes wrong, then the the asset that I potentially could have purchased, I would get at 60%. I'm, I'm thinking like for the fund standpoint. Right. The, the fund ends up uh, getting the same asset that it lent on, mm-hmm. but it gets it at a much lower price. Right. So in the meantime, it collects its, you know, seven, eight, nine percent interest. So it doesn't get the upside that the appreciation right. gets, for, you know, for the borrower. But you know, on the flip side, it's it's okay to, to yeah, it's that. consistent. Uh, they don't have to think about it, and uh, it's been stable. Well, so. give out your information one more time. Sure, uh, our website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Phone number is four one five eight eight three two one five zero. And also, again, I'd like to mention that we have a webinar coming up next week, uh, Wednesday, um, June 28th, 5 to 6 p.m. Call us, and we'll register you for it. Uh, That one's a webinar. Do you also do some in-person ones? Yes. So we hold in-person ones for locals, for people in Marin who are okay making the drive to Nevada. Uh, The next one will be in uh, uh, July, the end of the month. The end of the month. Okay, July. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much for joining us yet again. Thoughts for the day. Jackie Joyner Kersey said, age is no barrier. It's a limitation you put on your mind. 
And Muhammad Ali said, It isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. I like that. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.